Best of the worst? Yeah, the best of the worst. <laughs> um, so bad they're good. Our top five guilty pleasures. So I'm going to have to figure out which ones actually start from five to one. Um, yeah, I'll go ahead and start with this. Okay, so... Spoilers. So my number so number five for me um, is a classic. Is, well, it's a, it's a very old movie from 88. Um, <laughs> very old <laughs> sorry, movie. Sorry. It, it, sorry. It's a, it's, a, it's a movie from 88 called The Unnameable. Um, it was directed by Jean-Paul Olette. Um, it's a adapt- essentially it's a slasher monster horror movie um, adaptation of a Lovecraft short story. <laughs> um, it even has Randolph Carter, signature character from Lovecraft stories, and Lovecraft himself, <laughs> as well as um, I think his name is uh, no, I think one of the characters' name is uh, is Henry, and one of them is named Philip. <laughs> And they're at Miskatonic University. They're Miskatonic University students. And they're just... This movie starts off with them, with one of them telling the tale of a a local legend about a creepy monster who um, stared out of a window of an old, like, abandoned uh, Victorian house for so long that its it's face imprinted on the window. And so whenever anybody goes there to, to see it, they see this horrifying creature's face in the window. And it's been even further distorted because of... The windows, like, age and, yeah, age and stuff of that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so it starts off as kind of a, it's like your standard slasher movie kind of trope where, like, oh, well, I don't believe in it. And, or it's like, oh, I, if you don't believe in it, then you won't have any problem walking into, going into that horror, uh, in that haunted house and investigating it. And so it just, essentially, it becomes a slasher flick where, like, they get a couple more friends in on this, mainly jocks from, um, MU's, uh, football team, I guess. The, Deep, the mighty mighty deep ones, um, and or uh, whatever, and they go into the um, this house and just start getting picked off one by one by the creature that lurks within it. Um, it's a stupid movie. I'm not gonna lie. It's silly, um, but goddamn, do the actor, do the the actor that plays Randolph Carter and the guy who plays Phil, I believe, are probably the funniest like dynamic duo because Randolph is just this like super preppy but like knows everything and like he's like that guy from Scream where like he he watched all the horror movies and he knows everything but he's not a stoner it's if he was like just a competent college kid um and then Phil is just this like dweeb who wants to uh impress the girl that he wants to hook up with um, so he go, he invites her and his, her ex-jock friend to go in there and they, like, he doesn't get her, but he gets his, her, uh, her exchange student, uh, love interest. Um, it's, again, a stupid horror movie, but I love the, the characters' reactions and I love the amount of tropes that were put into what is otherwise a Lovecraft story. It's, what if somebody, like, took Lovecraft and just decided, hey, that'll make a good, uh, Friday the 13th style horror movie? <laughs> Which is never the case. Exactly. But I love it for it. God damn it. <laughs> so, yeah. If you're, you're still interested after that. Also, it has a, a whole, like an amazing, like, Tangerine Dream style, um, song, like, end theme. As, like, the, the paramedics show up to, to come and investigate the house because they actually are able to contact people. And as they're all walking, driving off, and the house pan, pans away from the house, you get this rocking fucking Tangerine Dream theme in the background. I love it. So that's my first one. <laughs> my my 
My fun one is, I'm um, actually... I'll be surprised if this isn't on your list, too. Um, the Reanimator. It isn't. But yeah. That's okay, because you're going to get to gush now. Yeah. Um, like, I mean... Speaking of Lovecraft horror movies. Yeah. The Lovecraft movies, the stories that were turned into horror movies. This is, this I mean... the right kind of... <laughs> this is, again, it's just a fucking perfect storm of, this is so bad, it's good... And like you knew, and actors. you knew that the like just watching this movie, the actors are just having a fucking who. Oh yeah, they know what they're put. They're, yeah. They know what they're putting their time into, yeah. and they don't care. Yeah. They're just they're having a ball. Fuck it, let's have fun. Yeah, and well, and fun they have, and it just it translates straight to the audience. Yeah. Um, Jeffrey Combs, man. Yeah, he fucking lo- like portrays the mad scientist. To a T in that oh, movie. he just fucking revels in it, too. Just everything about that movie is just a hoot and a half. I, like... <laughs> it's like, wait, he's dead? Not anymore. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just the actors are having a blast. Yeah. I mean, the, the fucking story is just... It's, it, I mean, it, it actually it's it, it does stray a little bit from the original story oh, it a does. lot. Well, first off, yeah. it's not nineteen twenties New England, and yeah, but it's also like yeah, it's there's just so many things that are like they draw some from some stuff and then they just go their own way because it's the eighties. Yeah. Fuck it, and it, it's like I I was actually torn because um, yeah, this one could have almost made like my favorite just because. Eh. It's fun. I don't know. It's just it. It kind of straddles the line, but at the end of the day, it's yeah, it's a bad movie. Yeah, yeah. That oh, by almost, God, I love shit, it that like, much. For me, that almost like that would almost kind of tie in with the unnail because they're both so similar in terms of like why I like both of them. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's yeah. yeah, it's just it's so bad. It's good, and that series is still go. Well, it was going up until like I think a couple of years ago because they actually did a renew one. With Jeffrey Combs and, like, something about the president. <laughs> it was, like, House of the Reanimator or something. And it was, like, yeah, it was, like, a stupid... And it had Jeffrey Combs in it, too. But yeah, I remember, yeah. But, yeah, Jeffrey Combs just, and the fucking... The doc... The the, the, the the guy who eventually just becomes a head with Batwing. <laughs> yes, yeah. That... Those two guys just made that fucking... That franchise. Um, But yeah. that movie just... Yeah. Those two guys made that movie just so fucking watchable. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, it's, and like... And without them, I honestly think it would have just been, uh, maybe not a piece of garbage, but just not as it much. It would not have... Jeffrey Combs really owns It wouldn't have made Dr. any Herbert list. West. It wouldn't have made yeah. any list. Yeah. And with them, it makes this list. Yeah. <laughs> whether or not they're proud of that, they're whether or not they're proud of that, yeah, it's up to them, but... Yeah. All right. So, my next one is going to be Stay Alive, which, you die in the game, you die in real life. Oh, man. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, yeah, this is a, a re, uh, like, I think, turn of the, turn of the 20, or like the 20th century, or 21st century, or... Yeah, it's a millennium movie. Yeah, millennium movie. Um, and it's exactly... <laughs> it fucking stars Freddy, Frankie Muniz. Frankie Muniz, yeah. Uh, a couple of other actors that did okay in TV shows and there are now movies. Um, it's essentially about a, a group of friends who are all gamers in Louisiana or in like New Orleans. Um, they find uh, one, one of their uh, one of one of the person's friends get uh, supposedly commits suicide or is killed horribly. 
Um, and a couple of his effects are given to one of the characters. And one of the things being a copy of this new video game that he was beta testing called Stay Alive. So, well, these gamers have to play this game. And so they play through the game, and boom, this like mo- uh, this horrible like ghost curse creature uh, comes after them now. And like they start at first, it's like it starts picking them off in the game, and then it starts picking them off in real life. So yeah, it just goes, and so they have to like figure out what the mystery is and find out who the game developer was, and then they have to go to that place and hunt the, and stop it. Um, they lose, we lose a couple of care of very for me very memorable characters. Like I kind of mi- I kind of was sad when some of the characters actually died because while it's a, sh- a it, it's not a great movie, um, it's no Poltergeist, but. Over the course of the get movie, but it was a genuinely fun movie. Yeah, over the course of the movie, you learn to love some of these characters. Like I don't know about love, but I mean, in that like bad, silly way, like they were very much characters, like caricatures. Um, yeah, and it's just I don't know. I also lo- like another like guilty pleasure for me is that I love video games incorporated in horror movies. <laughs> so it kind of like I love incorporating new like like video games and like VHSs and so it's a while like kind of like the Grudge Two or the Ring. It's just a different version of that, essentially. You die in the game, you die. And that fucking, like, slogan is, am- is just hilariously awesome. You die in the game, you die in the life. Yeah. Uh, and I remember, like, when I first saw this movie, it was just like, oh, man, I can't, like, I, I was kind of hoping that game would have existed. And it sounded like, from what I saw, read, like, listened in the commentary, like, director's commentary, it sounded like they were hoping that movie, they'd, be, get, they'd get enough, like, funding from the movie to make that game. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's just it's just a silly romp into like a cursed video game. And again, maybe that's why I also like video game creepypastas. It's probably why. So if you like creepypastas like Ben Drowned or whatever, like from our previous show, from like previous parts of the show that we've done, um, this is a movie for you. I've got to say. So that and it was just yeah, yeah, it really was. All right. Um. So yeah, my number four. We've, I've, I've tried to tactfully avoid talking about this movie because it's almost come up several times. Poltergeist 3. <laughs> yes. A trilogy that started off so, so high, <laughs> fell so, so low. So low. Um, it almost as if it, the, uh, somebody cut the cable on the elevator and it went flying down the shaft. It was like... The third Poltergeist movie, it's got Tangia, it's got Carol Ann, and that's probably why it makes the list. Yeah. Is because it still has those, so it's still incredibly fun. Um, One thing it did wrong, though. One thing? Several things it did wrong. so much wrong. One of the things Um, it did wrong, though. But Carol Ann this time is now off, like, away from her her family. Her family has, you know... Basically, you know, to help deal with the situations, like, that have arisen because of the previous two movies, they've, you know, sent her off with, to live with her aunt and uncle and cousin, um, who... Stay at a hotel? Live in a high-rise. Okay, that's what it was, yeah. Yeah, they... Yeah, it's it's been a a, a couple of years. It's a high-rise, and her dad, or her uncle owns it, and it's... I don't know, it's a fucking convoluted yeah. um, thing. Um, but yeah, basically, the fucking preacher from the second movie, because he was not in the first one, um, comes back and starts, you know, invading her life, and they bring in Tangia. No, Tangia fucking gets... She's she hanging wakes out up, Florida, yeah. and she's like, 
fuck, I gotta go. She's having, like, iced tea with the girls. She's like, I gotta go. Fucking boards a plane. Off she goes. <laughs> fucking cute su- superhero music. Um, and it doesn't fucking matter, because it's Tangia. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, it's just... They, they do so many things right. They do enough things right to make it fucking fun. Um, but they do so much wrong. Um, huge play on mirrors and ref- dark reflections and all that jazz. Yeah. Um, and honestly, it was just, it's such a fun movie. It's And they do it, actually break the rule, I think, from the previous ones, where they actually do kill a couple. Oh, they kill people. They kill people at maybe not Maybe not <laughs> no. left and right, but they definitely, this probably, th- this movie has a higher kill count than... Any of the other ones, I'm sure I don't of think it. The other ones had any kill counts. <laughs> um, Grandma dies in the second okay. one. Yeah, that's I about that's it. it. Yeah, but I don't even think it has to do with the ghost. I think it's just she, she dies died of, of natural causes. Yeah, she died because of um, old age. Yeah. She died because she's old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whereas, exactly. yeah, this movie kills people. Yeah. Um, and they, I think, and I'm oh, so okay with it. Although I wasn't quite okay with Tangia dying. That was sad. It was like. <sighs> Why? <laughs> she died. She sacrificed herself to finally put an end to Carol Ann's, Suffer. you know, yeah, to to the ongoing. Because, I mean, at this point, okay, clearly the Preacher Man is not going to give up until he goes into the light. Um, so Tangia sacrifices herself so that, you know, she can lead him to whatever his afterlife is and leave this poor girl alone. There are worse ways for a hero to go, you know? True. Like, she she dies a hero's death. Honestly, the whole fucking movie didn't need to be made. Um, but I am so thankful it is, because <laughs> it, it is, it is such a fucking train wreck. It is just... It misses the point entirely of the first movie, and just fucking it sucks so bad, but it's so much fun. Yeah. Like... In some ways, I'm sorry that they ever made even a second Poltergeist movie, but at the same time, it's kind of, it kind of redeems itself because we get this horrible fucking awesome to watch movie yeah. that is just so full of badness. But again, like, the acting in it is superb, um, and it's just, it's fun to watch these actors, you know, they're not just going through the motions, they're, they're, they're they're making a movie. They're, yeah. they're they're doing the best they can. And yeah, so bad is good. <laughs> yeah. And also, I mean, it's part of a beloved franchise for me, so you know, you get points just for the title yeah. sometimes and this is one of those times and then yeah. And then it just kind of yeah. Might not be a good movie, but fuck me, it's a fun ride. <laughs> well, much like how, like you just said, like you're like it's it's a bad movie, but it, uh, it's but it's a good fun like movie to watch, and it's tied to a to a good series. My next one is there on a very similar scale to that, the later fi- Friday the Thirteenth movies. I'm not counting one or two on this guilty pleasures because one and two c- would have made my top five or my runners up, but I just had so many of them. <laughs> you could honestly put every like end of the slasher franchise, yeah. But yeah, like from, from Friday the like 13th every, every slasher franchise. From Friday the 13th in 3D <laughs> to like Friday the 13th or Jason X. Um that series just goes bananas. <laughs> 
with ideas. Anime. Like it starts off like like it's just it's Friday the Thirteenth, so it's the slasher flick of Jason. Um, it with the with the hockey mask. Um, and his whole like just like his routine of just cutting down swaths of people um, yeah. in in woods or in like camping trips or just in a small town wooded town. I so cannot argue with you on this. Um, um, and it like it, they just escalate from the, from the from the three in three D. It's just like all right, he gets the mask, and I think he gets a mask, but um, I think it's three. Yeah, in three D, he gets the mask. Uh, they play around with the 3D gimmick <laughs> so hilariously oh, in that man. movie. <laughs> like the 3D, um, fuck Friday the 13th movies because I I don't know if there's only one. Or I think not. It, there was only one. Regardless, there's it's so guilty of 3D abuse. Oh, yeah. It is just like I think 3D and then the remake that came out or like sorry the. The the new one, the newest one that I don't know. It, I think it's a remake because it takes yeah, place the, after. It, it essentially fills in the role of 3D, or um, no, no, it fills in the role of the second one. Where the, actually, the remake covers one, two, and three oh, pretty okay. much, yeah. like all in one movie. Um, and it actually did a pretty good job of yeah, it. Yeah, I didn't actually hate that one as much. Um, I expected to fucking hate that movie. Yeah. Um, just, just because, honestly, just because it was Friday, the first Friday the Thirteenth movie, but we've seen in a decade. There was Jason. Yeah, Jason wasn't in. He wasn't the killer in the first Friday the Thirteenth movie. So on principle alone, I had to hate it. But then I watched it. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, they cover his mom killing all. Okay, exactly, I can yeah. deal with this. Yeah, exactly. And like, um, and then later on in the series, like we get the ones like there's just memorable moments in other ones. Like oh, there's man. like fucking the, Jason goes to Manhattan. Exactly, like, Jason versus a psychic I think in in I think the one prior to that one or like and yeah Jason like goes to Manhattan where he's on a cruise ship on a ship with a bunch of teens that are like doing like some kind of a like school trip or something like that and he well, just starts I mean, cutting they, them down at that point they've missed the fucking point of the franchise because oh, yeah. I mean like just... <laughs> he haunts Crystal Lake yeah why is he in Manhattan Fuck it. What shoehorn them into Manhattan? The like, I mean, they're silly, stupid movies, but they have canonical... They put a lot of effort into they getting have... him into Manhattan. <laughs> they do. But they have a lot... Like, again, like, how does he keep coming back? Well, he, they did technically kill him off in like one of the earlier ones, but then the next one, he gets jolted with electricity and becomes a zombie. <laughs> or a rev, like a Revenant-style zombie or Frankenstein monster kind of thing. Um... And that's how we resurrect him. Also, like you had mentioned once off of uh, off the recording, they keep his mask almost perfectly intact, like in in the shape it should his be. Can, his mask has cannon. Yeah. Like <laughs> what happens? Like when he get like when, when he they get a machete or... into the cor- into the side of the mask in the next movie. There's it's got a giant gouge. A chunk. Yeah. Um, and like the world devo- like develops as, as the stories go on, like Crystal Camp or the town of Crystal Lake changes its name because it doesn't want to be associated with the massacres that's been going on because it's bad for tourism. That's like a cool little development piece. It's like not it's only mentioned like once, but it's like I'm glad they put that in there. Um, and then Jason X is just so goddamn stupid. <laughs> Um, you're you're ignoring Jason goes to hell. I'm sorry, I am. And by not by ignoring, I mean you're forgetting. I think. Yeah, I think I'm forgetting that one. Because yeah, that like don't get me wrong, Jason X is probably after it's uh, probably the worst. But Jason goes to hell is is really bad. Yeah, 
<laughs> it is also Jason versus Freddy. Do we count that one? Well, yes, that I, I, <laughs> that I is mean, a, that that is an awesome little suit, like spinoff movie. <laughs> it's awesome, but bad. Like, but awesome. It's awesome, it's and it's awesome. iconic because, like, when re- and recently they announced that uh, there's going to be a Sadako versus uh, Kamiko, or essentially the the ring versus the gr- uh, versus the Grudge um, in Japan. And the first thing that I came up with, that I thought of is like, oh, so it's Jason versus Freddy in Japan. <laughs> It's like it, there's there's a reason yeah there's a reason why like that shit stuck, um, yeah like they're they're all fun movies to watch just because of how bad they are as horror movies, <laughs> like they completely miss the point of the original movies. Well, and at some point they they, I think they realized that they're just like they're not horror movies and they just started having fun with it. Yeah, um, just yeah, so bad. Yeah. And that remake, actually, I would say that is actually... It's kind of like the same syndrome I, for me, felt with, like, um, a non-horror thing. First, the the Rambo series. First Blood, I enjoy the fuck out of. Second and third one, I actually don't like as much. Like, I actually enjoy First Blood because they're it's so not, much... It, they're not... Like, yeah, it's... First Blood is a is a great is a movie. Drama, is a war drama style movie. Like, it's yes. not... There's action in, of course. It's a social commentary. Yeah. Whereas two and three, <laughs> three are, are fucking just action straight up movies. action flicks, and then the third one is kind of like a nice well, blend in the of the book, two. That first blood, well, first blood, the book yeah. is. I'm pretty sure John Rambo dies at the end. Yeah. And you know, <laughs> they decide to keep going. Yeah. Which I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm fine with that. Um, but yeah, it's the same thing with like the. Uh, so if they I, missed like it's almost like they missed the the point of the bo- what the book was trying to tell with the social commentary in the movie because well, Rambo's just so awesome he can take out exurgents in um, in Vietnam or whatever conflict we're dealing with right now. Well, yeah, and the first the first movie got that. It's the subsequent sequels that yeah. missed that point. Yeah, and then I mean like the last one, like just Rambo, um, is actually I thought was actually a nice blend of the seriousness from the like commentary on the first one, and then like the just the action of the of the other one. Yeah, just so fun. Him like I don't know. I like John Rambo going home too. Yeah. Exactly, it was a nice end to it. But anyway, yeah, back to yeah. We're digressing the fuck out of that. Oh yeah, like that's that's the same kind of feels I get for like the the Friday Thirteenth movies. Like while I love the the let's face it action of all the and the and the and the, the parody or like the silliness of some of the, uh, and the sequels, pandering. they definitely missed the point of the first two at least movies. Yeah, uh, but then they kind of brought it back with the third one or with that with that remake because it was a well, lot more broad. It was a remake. Yeah, it wasn't a sequel. Yeah, but it was still kind of a. Yeah, it was. It, it brought it back to the original ones, yeah. to the themes. So yeah, go if you're if you like silly, just gory slasher flicks. Go see the any of the remake or any of the sequels to Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, Friday the Thirteenth, Nightmare on Elm Street. Like they're yeah yeah. <laughs> the eighties were rife with slasher flicks and horror yeah. movies of that type. Eighties and nineties. Yeah. All right. So. All right. Well, the. Uh... <laughs> This is your number two? This, no, this oh, is number so three, man. Right, sorry, you're not um, Yeah. The 13 Ghosts remake. Um, I mean, honestly, um, it, it, it's actually... Really, it's 13th Ghosts and... Or 13 Ghosts and House on Haunted Hill and House of Wax remake. Because I'm pretty sure the originals were all made by the same guy. And the remakes were all made by... The same guy, I mean, a different guy than the originals, but the same guy. They're just so fucking... I don't know. I, I, I Honestly, I haven't seen most of the originals for this. Um, 
like I've seen the original House of Wax, and that was actually pretty fun. But um, yeah, specifically, it's Thirteen Ghosts for me is just just the campiest. Yeah. Um, like that, that's actually another weird word for the Friday Thirteenth sequels. But yeah, campy. Like, it, it's, it's just so camp- much. They're they're. It's such a fun movie. Um, like just and like. It's it's actually a well done movie. It's just a really bad, well done movie. <laughs> yeah, like um, but man, they put like that effort fucking into those house designs. is ridiculous. Yeah, the um the, the thirteen ghosts are, are all, really well done. Yeah, they're all lovingly um, like designed and like there was some thought put into like which what the ghosts all represented and what they were to look like. Yeah, because of it and um the, like these movies, like, all of these movies, um, where they can, they use practical effects, and, like, the 13 ghosts are people in costumes when They're it's not possible. CGI. It, yeah, cool. it's, it's just, it knows when to use real effects, it does know when to use, you know, CG, because there's some shit that you just can't do in real life. Um, but... Oh god! I just remember, like yeah the the houses mo- the house moving and, and like the traps. Yeah, it was oh. like I mean it was it, it's a bad movie, but man, I fucking enjoy it. Um, so much fun for me. Um, and I mean honestly, if someone came to me and said this is a great movie, I'd be like, I can't. I I have to agree to disagree with you. I can't begrudge someone's opinion on that just because you know what. <sighs> Production-wise, there's a lot going for it, and yeah. the story, though, is really cheesy. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And, I don't know, this is one of those movies that feels like it's just such a fun love story to bad movies. Yeah. That, you know, I don't know, I could almost believe that they they meant to put out what they put out, and I was supposed oh. to think it was bad and love it anyway. Yeah. But, yeah, um... It's definitely the highlight of. I think that was also a two thousand like millennial movie, and it was. And the acting in it is actually really good. I yeah. mean, I fucking I can never remember that guy's name. Monk, <laughs> the guy who played Monk. No, not him. Oh no, okay. Tony Shalhoub. Don't get me wrong, he's good. Yeah. Um, but it's it's the other guy, the psychic. He is so much fun. Um, his act, like the actor who plays him again. I'm. It, I only watched. The I'm so once. remiss that I don't know this guy's name because I love him and everything I see him in. Um, and if you've seen the movie, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, so much fun. I just yeah, I thoroughly enjoy this movie. Um, cool. But yeah, so we're up to number right. two for you. Jesus Christ. Okay, so my number two movie, uh, guilty pleasures movies. Um, this is a series again. Because we can't just select one of them from uh, from some of these movie series, um, because you know they're better they're better as a whole than the some of their parts, or they're better as the sum of their parts, um, or some metaphor like that. I don't know. Um, number two is the Critters series of films: one, two, three, and four. One, it, it's it's just an alien creature um, that is essentially a fluff ball with teeth. Um, or a gremlin, like a squat version of a gremlin, uh, mixed with a mugwai, um, comes down to Earth after um, being uh, after being on a prison ship, and kind of like Lilo and Stitch. Now that I'm thinking about it, uh, it's the same kind of plot except gone wrong and horrible. Um, and it just these things just start terrorizing a small town, and 
uh, or to start, they start terrorizing a small, like a, like a farm, a family uh, and their farm. And whoever goes near the house, the, the the farm starts getting eaten. And then bounty hunters from space come down and start killing, or start hunting them down through the town and start making a ruckus in town. And eventually find their way to the um, to the farm. And it turns out they're not actually bad, they're just, they're bounty hunters, but they're not bad people. Uh, or bad aliens. So they spare the family and like save the day kind of thing, but at a cost of like a couple of body count, a, a, a pretty lengthy body count. Um, then the second one, it's cuts to like a couple of years in the future. Um, one of the kids from the first one comes back to the hometown and um, he's kind of shrugged off or like, uh, like looked down upon because of, Oh, he's the kid that cr- uh, they're the, they're, he's from that family that were really weird. And like, everybody's forgotten the incidents that happened or they thought it was just like a stupid hoax thing or something for them to try and uh, get money for their farm because it blew up. Um, and then the the it turns out the critters hat left eggs, so the eggs hatch um, and just disturb. And then so yeah, the eggs hatch and start causing mischief again on this town and on a larger scale. And the bounty hunters show up again, and it's just so much silly because like the the bounty hunters shapeshift into human into people uh, that they like look at and stuff. And so the one was a male, he changes, he goes back to his blank form, and then finds a porno magazine, and becomes the porno, the porn star. <laughs> and so it's just this badass, like, dude, in a, who's, uh, the original, the, the, the leader is this rocker dude, because he's, uh, rocking, uh, a, a rocker on a concert, on a TV signal, before they came to Earth. And then we have a porn star, in, like, decked out in space bounty hunter gear, and, like, tacking these, cr- these giant furballs with teeth, um, and causing super amounts of like collateral damage. Also, we have this like goofy style uh, sidekick that wants to join up with the bounty hunters to help f- save the town. And the whole thing is just—it's a horror movie, but it's the campiest of horror movies. Um, and then the third one, we actually it debuted Leonardo DiCaprio um, as his uh, in his first movie, and it took it from out of a small town in in um, in the countryside to a apartment complex in the city and it just again more shenanigans with the critters and dealing with the different tenants of the this household of this uh, apartment and there were just varied like caricatures of people and then the, the fourth and final one is critters go back to space and it's set like 200 years in the future um but continues actually from the last one because the goofy character who's actually become a bounty hunter at this point gets trapped in suspended animation when the critters get shot back up into space. And so he's 200 years in the future now having to deal with critters on a on a poor man's Battlestar Galactica set or a poor man's Alien set. Um, and it's just, the whole series has a con- continuity to it, has development of the world, even if it's stupid and campy. And... There are literal legitimate moments in the movie where, like the act, like I, you kind of feel for some of the characters, or the characters have like an interesting t- turn or like an interesting um, change of heart uh, or moments. So I just really love it for again, it's that gremlin style monster, like those rip off monsters that came out after Gremlins, like Critters, the Ghoulies, all those, and it's just a stupid, silly horror ser- like monster horror series. So. I love it for that. It epitomizes my love for like those horror monster movies from the 80s. That's mine. Alright, well, my number two, this is when I break my no Stephen King rule, um, because this movie has 
I was talking about the list with the wife, and I, I talked about this one scene, this one scene, which is why this movie is on this list. Um, well, yeah. <laughs> and she was like, well, this has to be on the list because your eyes are just, like, glinting. I was like, okay, that I'll break the rule for this one movie. Um, it's, it's Stephen King's The Night Flyer. So good. Um, so bad. Um, based on a short story, which is why it actually, you know, makes a, de- a movie with a decent runtime. Um, it- it's a vampire who basically just travels from Pissant, um, airport, or landing strip, basically, to Pissant landing strip, flying around to Cessna, and a reporter who's following him. It's super fun. But there is one scene that makes it stand out. The, uh, reporter following him lands at the airport and it's a fucking abattoir like it's just it's death yeah. everywhere so he goes to the bathroom and he's fucking splashing water on his face and the door open closes and the, the, there's footsteps and he looks up and there's water dripping from his face but he's looking in the mirror he can't see anything and then you hear the zip and a stream of blood piss flows from nowhere into the urinal i knew it <laughs> As soon as you said through the beer, I was like, and oh, I was shit. just like, oh, that is so fun. Yeah. I don't care. And I mean, everything else about this movie is, it, it's, it's a good, it's actually a good adaptation of the book. Um, but at the same time, it, it's so, like, when you're reading it in a book, it's fine. But when you try and translate it to a movie, it's kind of, I don't know, it loses what makes it good. And now it becomes silly. And it's so much fun. I don't like. Yeah, it, it's just that this movie. Like it this movie would have made the list anyway, maybe. But because of that one scene where guy watches a vampire take a piss through the mirror, that it's scene, yeah. so so worth it. It it it's, elevates yeah. it so much more. That attention to detail of vampiric lore, or for a vampire of modern vampire lore, is perfect. I like as soon as you said mirror, and I was like, "Let's see, oh man, what's what's gonna happen that the guy can't see through the mirror?" <laughs> and it's just, it's so good. And actually, the the vampire just so fucks with the guy, um, like just tortures him psychologically. It's fucking fun. <laughs> um, but yeah, what otherwise would have been a fairly you know mundane you know Stephen King adaptation becomes something so much more because... And also, this movie will always have a special place in my heart because uh, the the first time I had the wife over to where I lived, watching that movie is what we did. Nice. Because, you know, I like, I, I like bad horror movies. I genuinely like bad horror movies. Well, she made the mistake of saying she genuinely likes bad horror movies. I was like, okay, we're watching this. <laughs> And I mean, your idea of bad horror movies is not the same as yours. No, it totally is. Oh, it we is? Love. Okay, we're still together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just mean like in terms of like the level of like extremes. No. Oh no, we we both we both liked it. Um, but yeah, it's. I mean, she might not have liked it as much as me, but um, yeah, it's it's bad. It's so bad. It's good. <laughs> nice. And it's so much fun. So, um, I'm going to take, that look, take a look at that one. Oh, it's so Never fun. seen it. It's so fucking stupid. 
but like yeah it's just it's a delight nice. I'll I'll lend it to you um so awesome. yeah what what's 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 your favorite <sighs> bad horror movie my favorite bad movie let me tell you a story um a couple of buddies of mine and I went to go see this movie in theaters and we had to wait in a line for about an hour um, because that's how long that's how uh, how long or how when the line started was about an hour before the movie started debut or it was like first night um, my buddy heard a lot about the, the, the movie we both love horror movies so we're like you know what let's go take a look at this movie see what it's all about so we get in and we start watching this movie and everyone is just freaking out around us about the events that are occurring and me and my buddy like we we, we were like getting our kicks not from the movie but from everyone else's reaction to the movie. And we were like, we were watching the movie, and we were actually like, oh my god, these guys are so stupid. What the fuck are they doing? My, my movie, so like, that's my experience, my first experience with this movie, and I've just loved it ever since. Like, loved the series ever since, because it is a series of films. The Paranormal Activity <laughs> films is my number one guilty oh, pleasure. Because, really? honestly, the first one... The first one should have been an honorable mention for me for the good movies. I'll because give you that. Like, I do enjoy one, it. Like, it's, it isn't, like, The really first good. one worked. Yeah. After that... Yeah, it's more or less the, sequ- the the long line of movies that keep coming out every year for them. Like, don't get me wrong, I love them to death because I love found footage, I love the idea of using... Of, of I love the formula they created for these movies. But they're not good. But watching people in the same theater freaking out because they're all noobs to, like, horror movies, or they're all, like, not as jaded, I guess, as I was with my buddy, um, watching this movie, and it's just, like, it was worth it. It was, again, it's a very similar vein as, like, the Blair Witch Project. Like, everybody freaked out over the first couple of movies, or the first movie, and then the the last one was just really, the next one was really shit, and just kept going. Um... Yeah, Didn't and keep going. Well, paranormal activity. I mean, um, yeah, like the first one, like we get the the main thing. Um, the second, third, and fourth are all like expanding the universe of or of the same like story, of the same creature, the same entity, um, and uh, factions that are in this world that this guy is creating. It's I love the world building that they did throughout the movies. the The next one, the marked ones, was a spin off to show the more like Latino. Um, uh, or uh, yeah, Latino like side of this whole story because it all takes place in like uh, those parts of like California and stuff. Um, so it's got that kind of the and the director I believe the filmmakers are like from that uh, community. So they incorporated their like the, they added horror elements to like the themes that they have in their own like religions and stuff like that. Um, it's not a, it's definitely not a secular kind of demon. It's, or it's treated kind of like a secular demon, but then later as it goes on, it's very much a demon from hell kind of thing. Like they're using Solomon's seal to trap it in the last movie. And I don't the, think I've seen the, the last movie. One. Yeah, I don't know if you'd like it or not, but um, they play around. By the last one, they're playing around with a camera that has been augmented from the 80s to see the ghost dimension, to see the unseen. So we're getting visual effects of of, of this gooey, like viscous material that's floating, like the ectoplasm, ectoplasm. Um, of the creature. And then eventually, we actually just get to straight up see what what um, Toby has looked like all these years. And he looks kind of horrifying, and they have kind of a Ghostbuster thing going at the beginning, at the end. But then they just drop it and go like, "Oh, this is a horror movie. They all, everybody has to die." And so, yeah, the movies are like as they go on, they get stupider or sillier at the time. But there are moments like there's literally a moment in the marked ones where 
shit's gone down. Their friend who's been possessed by the by Toby, um, he's gone full demonic en- entity. Um, so they go and call their buddies who are gang members from like a from a gang in Cal- or in like the city, and they. They they actually believe them because it happened to their to the one guy's brother too. So they go out with shotguns and start fighting wi- a, a coven of like homicidal witches with shotguns. And like we never really see like what happens to as one- you do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it became a Call of Cthulhu scenario. Is really what happened. It was that like the 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 characters investigated something went bad. They found the cult. They called some buddies that knew that had some good firearms, and they just had a fucking raid on a coven. On a creepy, like sinister coven, and it was, and the and the the witches are old older women, like midwives, is what the the cult is called, and they just walk around like Terminator. <laughs> they don't give them any powers. They don't ever like visibly show any powers. They're just fucking Terminators. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I just I love the the mythology that was built into the, the series. It's stupid. It's silly. Um, yeah, I remember like when the first one first came out. I saw it. It was good. I enjoyed it. Um, As they just kept going, <laughs> and then like I heard there was a sequel, and I was like, "Fuck! How are they? No, no!" And I abstained. Yeah. Until I think there was like four of them. Yeah. And then I'm pretty sure I borrowed them off of you. Yeah, you did because I just to the... just to catch up. <laughs> um, and yeah, I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Say anything against you for putting these on your uh, on this list yeah. because, like, I wouldn't and put this on. They the were other fun. One. Yeah, no, They're that's that's, that, that's exactly after it. the like, first one. Like, don't get me wrong. The first one is I I enjoyed it. I yeah. genuinely think it was a good horror movie. Um, definitely got some jump scares out of me. Oh yeah, um, well, no, that's that's the game. That, that, the, there's a game the, plan from and all of the sequels. Yeah, they definitely deserve their place on this list. <laughs> yeah, like the first one. Don't get me wrong. The first one's actually not as bad. Like, is that? It's definitely like again. It, it it's kind of a, to- a toss up between whether or not it's a guilty pleasure or a good movie, but like that's its shtick was was jump scares. Um, also, it's kind of hard to say. It's like so the beginning of the movie well, says like uh, the the filmmakers. I say the first one has to be like the the ending of the first one is so dark. I say it's got to be horror. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, like like I, a good I can't, horror movie. My only problem is that uh, when my one buddy who I went to see it with, he's a huge film buff and he knew all the st- secrets about the movie. Movie too. So the movie starts with like the film the film pr- uh, company would like to thank the police department of blah 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 county and the families of blah 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 by uh, for letting us uh, use this footage for this uh, for this production. And then it but then like after I went to go see it, spoilers. Um, the movie actually ha- was released online um, prior to Steven Spielberg getting in his hands on it because Steven Spielberg sponsored it originally. Oh, okay. Um, but it had multiple endings. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to consider this like your immersion breaks when you realize that this had multiple endings. Yeah. Um, also, the ending for this one was just really good because it's like, what, what, oh, the theatrical version. Um, this movie actually, the first, really to this day, I don't know which one I've seen. <laughs> it's actually kind of interesting because the first movie got so much hype in Japan that they couldn't wait for the sequel to be made. They made, they their, made own. their own. They did. It's called uh, it's called uh, Paranormal Activity Tokyo Possession or something like that. Tokyo. Dream. And what happens? The plot. I haven't actually seen it myself yet because the pe- one person that actually owns it will not let me see it because he's seen it and he doesn't want to watch it again. <laughs> um, but uh I think I see a heist coming in our future. Right? 
So the the movie starts. This is this is the start of the movie. I don't know what happens afterward, but the pl- how they how it connects to the first movie is that the main character is from Japan. She tra- she's a transfer student. So while she's in America, she hits she runs over the main character the the, the character from the first movie who's possessed, kills her, and then the and demon the demon's gotta taken, go somewhere. So demon starts following her. And so she goes back home, and in the car accident, she hurt her legs, so she couldn't move. So she was not paraplegic. I think she was just, she couldn't use her legs for that. She was bedridden or, like, crippled for a while. Like, temporarily crippled. So she's stuck in her apartment in Japan, and paranormal things start happening around her. And so she's, it's got that level of helplessness with the supernatural uh, tied onto it. I loved it. Uh, Or I want to love it uh, as soon as I go see it. (laughs) Um... So, yeah, that's why Paranormal Activity, the series, the whole series, and whatever comes next, I don't think they can actually do another one, but I'm sure they will. Um, the next one will have to be The Apocalypse, I think, honestly. Um, that's what makes my top, my, my number one guilty pleasure. All right, well, fair enough. I don't know if I can top that. <laughs> but I'm sure shit gonna try. Yep. Let's hear it, Because this is how much I love this fucking thing. Um... It's the I Know What You uh, Did Last Summer franchise. Specifically, I still know what you did last summer because, um, yeah. <laughs> it's just so bad. Um, honestly, they, they try so hard. Um, and, I mean, this, this franchise started the around the same time that the Scream franchise came out. And the reason that the Scream franchise works for me and isn't in this place is because the Scream franchise is satire, and this is trying to do what Scream is satirizing seriously. Yeah. And, I mean, because of that, it has to... It, it, it has to fail when you're trying to do satire seriously. seriously without... When you're trying to do satire without the satire. Yeah. It's gonna be bad. Um... Yeah. Now... I have to give the first movie some serious credit for um, their makeup artist in the first one. Um, first off, Jennifer Love Hewitt starring. She's a beautiful girl. Yep. They made her look like she had spent a year in her own personal hell in the first one. And, like, don't get me wrong, she's still Jennifer Love Hewitt. She's still beautiful, but, like, her hair is greasy. Her... You know, like, her clothes are a shambles. She doesn't care what she looks like. She looked like as much shit as she could have. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and honestly, I think that took a certain amount of balls. Um, just, like, to make Jennifer Love Hewitt look as bad as possible. Yeah. That, gotta give them credit for that. The rest of the movie is fucking train wreck. Um... It does the fucking yeah. It hits all of the fucking beats, but it's not doing it in satire. It, it's doing it seriously, yeah. and it's and so, then you get to the sequel, and it's just like, oh my god. Um, honestly, it's fucking yeah. It's they win a trip to a tropical resort, and like there just happens to be a fucking hurricane, and. They're the only ones on the island, and um, they actually win the trip by guessing the capital of Brazil, but they actually guessed wrong. 
And that that's what? like that's their clue that something's up once they're like in the shit already. <laughs> like once they're on the island, the basically the monsoon or hurricane whatever has hit and you know, like shit's not right and they realize oh fuck, Rio isn't the capital of Brazil. Granted, I don't know what the capital of Brazil is, even though they tell you in the movie, but, you know, that's how many fucks I give while I'm watching this movie. Yeah. Um, like, and it's just, it's so bad. Um, like, the first one has merits. The second one, I honestly don't think it does have any merits, and that's the fun part. I mean, just everything about it is so cliche, so bad, so horrible. And then you've got... I'll always know what you did last summer, which is completely unrelated. <laughs> I was gonna say, it's like, yeah, I remember that one. I remember that one coming out after. Yeah, it's like I'll always know what you did last. That summer. that one is completely unrelated. There are no characters from the earlier ones, but at the same time, it's just. I mean, it's just as bad as, you know, the first one at least. Sorry, oh, I just need to interject. I did look up what the what the capital of Brazil was. First thing that came up: capital of Brazil, Rio de Janeiro. <laughs> But it is. But then you actually like. But I actually hit the Google search. It comes up. Capital Brazil is actually called Brasilia, and before that, apparently, it was Salvador. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. It's just. But yeah, it's so bad. It's so very very bad. But um, honestly, I first saw it um, like when it like when it aired on TV. Um, and I was just, like, it was a late night, I was up, it was, you know, I had four channels to pick from, and this was the best thing on. Yeah. Um, and it was just, like, because, I mean, when I was a teenager, I was a fucking borderline insomniac. Um, and, like, I was gonna be up all fucking night. This is a good way to kill a couple of hours, or so I thought. And, yeah, I just, I don't know. I think I so very didn't get invested in this movie, but I so very invested, or got so very invested in seeing what was going to come next. Yeah. Like, what the fuck are you people going to do? I haven't even seen the first one. I don't feel like I'm lost at all. And, I don't know, it's just, I made a decision right then and there that this is going to be my favorite bad movie of all time. Nice. <laughs> and... It still holds up. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. It has yet to be dethroned. I mean, Night Flyer fucking came close. Um, but this, I don't know, this is just, it's so, it's such a perfect storm of horrible, horrible movie. And it was, I think it was when I realized for the first time that I'm watching a bad movie and loving it. Yeah. Like, I had watched bad movies before and loved them. But I didn't know I was watching a bad movie. I was just having fun. Mm-hmm. So I thought I was watching a good movie. That um, Poltergeist 3 was actually like that. I didn't know I was watching a bad movie until later. Yeah. But this, I knew I was... This is the first time I knew I was watching a bad movie. And I was enjoying the ever-living shit out of it. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe it, it might have topped my list partially out of nostalgia. I of mean, that, that's, Of that moment that of realization is... that... This is so bad, it's good. Yeah. No, that is actually, like, that does play, uh, like, that's always going to play a major factor in these lists, because then, like, if you, yeah. if you don't have the nostalgia... These are my top yeah. five. Yeah, exactly. Not your top five. These are my top five. Exactly, like, exactly. <laughs> and, and that's why it's at the top, is because, yeah, it, it was clearly a, a milestone in my life. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Such an important moment. Yeah. 
All right, so moving to the runners-up, I guess. Yes, the honorable mention for <laughs> the final list of runners-ups for uh, for guilty pleasures. Um, for uh, the f- number five on my list is The Beyond, which is a Lucio Fulci film from 1981. It's one of those Italian horror films. Um, I recently discovered it like last couple of years, and I enjoyed the fuck out of it because it has Lovecraft. It's loosely based off of a Lovecraft story. But it's just got that amazing, cheesy, stupid acting of Italian horror movies. Like, where you're not sure if most or if all of the uh, actors are actually Jap- or are actually Italian, or if they had some American uh, English actors in it. Um, it's just a good fucking romp into um, the old Italian horror movies, and the Italian zombie movies, because... Those things were graphic as shit with like poor with low, with low budget. So like most of the gore is like cornmeal or like just pros- like really like cheesy looking uh, like gore effects. Um, and lots of blood, tons of corn syrup. Um, and it actually has a really cool thing at the uh, like where it tied a, uh, a f- there's a painting in the mo- in the movie um, that's looked really good like actually I want that on my wall um, of this desolate field of like existence like it's like the end days kind of thing and like every their people are are like uh, uh, like the statues of Pompeii the people of Pompeii where they're like ca- uh, plaster cast versions of themselves but they're like halfway into the ground and like in terror and like lying down and in this movie like at the end like we get a cool little scene where they go into the hell to, into the hell gate underneath this house and they are in that painting it's the set is that painting and it was just really well constructed uh but otherwise it's like a shitty movie like the the acting and like the, the 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 dialogue is so bad <laughs> and like the acting is is oh it's so good it's so bad um, next one is Rec 3. Um, so the first two encapsulized, revamped the zombie franchise and added, found footage to it. Um, gave us a really cool, like, take on the zombie, on, like, a, a possible coming zombie apocalypse and stuff. The third movie decided, uh, I think one of the director, one of the two filmmakers w- went away for a bit and the other guy had some ideas that he just wanted to get down. So we start off at, it starts off as a, at a wedding. With film footage to that? I thought these parts I know, were sorry. supposed to be lists. I, I apologize. Okay, yeah. Um, so whereas the first and two, first two rec movies are good, like, zombie flicks, this one is just repeating the same uh, formula that zombie movies follow. It's fun. It's campy. Um, I would not consider it a good, like, like, on par with the first two, though. So that's why it's in my honor and mentions. The Blair Witch Project... Two Book of Shadows, <laughs> just a fun fucking '90s style horror movie. It's so bad. Yeah, um, has nothing to do really to do with the with the Blair Witch Project except for the fact that the Blair Witch Project is a movie within a movie. <laughs> like it's a reaction. It's almost like a, like a reactionary concept to the movie that Blair Witch Pro- and, and the craze that happened around Blair Witch. And it's not even a found footage movie. Which... Yeah. <laughs> It probably lost a lot of people. Yeah. It honestly, well, from and what I understand. It's the second part in a trilogy that never saw fruition. Exactly. And apparently it was also based off of a. It was actually originally the script was not supposed to be Blair Witch Project. It was much like some of the Hellraiser movies, like you mentioned earlier. It was supposed to be something else, and they just took the, the, the script and rescripted it to have Blair Witch Project. So it's a fun movie to watch, if if not only just because of how stupid and how like hammy and campy the characters react to the supernatural, or is it supernatural? Um, next one is Cloverfield. 
Um, another found footage movie. Um, I think some people probably contest me on whether or not it's a good movie or if it's a bad movie. It's it's a fun movie. It's a fun romp through um, through a monster, through a giant monster movie. I've uh, honestly series. never been able. Every time I've tried, like I've tried to watch this twice, and I've fallen <laughs> asleep both times. Like there are some slow, there are definitely I'm some cool. slow parts. So yeah, I can see why you got. Actually, I recently rewatched it. Uh, uh, and yeah, like there are some slow parts, but there are parts of it that just like there are they're just super again campy and like silly, but with this horror element like of a giant fucking monster smashing through. I honestly through. don't think that the giant monster has made an appearance any time I've tried to watch this. Really? Yeah, that's how quickly I get bored wow. and fall asleep. Oh, with you this probably movie. don't even make it past the party then. I remember the party. I don't know <laughs> if I've made it past the party. That's probably it because the party is pretty slow because it adds some dra- character drama. Yeah. That really didn't need. Like, I mean, I want to see a monster. <laughs> exactly. Um, so I'm hoping that the uh, Ten La- Cloverfield Lane is, since it's not a direct sequel, it's just a, it's connected. It's John somehow. Goodman and a bunch it's of John people Goodman. locked in a bunker. Exactly. Hell's yes. I hope that one actually exceeds. Like, I haven't seen it, it yet. I know. Yeah, I know I it's on both mine and the wife's list to watch. Though. Yeah. So I'm excited because honestly, I just love John Goodman. Yeah. Um, and my number one runners up, and again, this is like I have tons of other ones, but these are the ones that stood out. Um, the stuff, a Larry Cohen uh, horror movie from 1985 that is essentially every Call of Cthulhu game ever that I've ever heard or run. Or run where the characters, there, uh, the the plot of it is just everybody. There's um, something weird that's taking over people, that's making people obsessive and cultish. You go, they go to an old, to a house, they go to a, um, to deal with it, and they bring in heavy guns for reasons, and they do a huge battle with, with the cult and the monster, and they have a hard time dealing with the monster. It's a super campy horror flick. Um, there's a lot of really cool scenes in it, but otherwise it's just really silly and over the top, because it's such a simple concept. Yogurt is the monster. Yogurt from the ground. Some guy finds yogurt pouring out of the ground, tastes it, finds that it's amazing. As you do. Yeah, finds that it's amazing, and decides to ta- uh, start collecting it and rebranding it. And eventually, they just start mining the stuff. <laughs> and it's it, half the movie is uh, half the movie's charm is all the commercials they came up with to sell the stuff. Like they even have a catchy little tune for the stuff for the for the commercials of the stuff. And it's just so retarded and so funny. I love it as a horror movie because it tries to be a horror movie at the same time. Um, and then they also call in this paramilitary group that has like Tommy guns in the eighties. <laughs> and that's what they're using as their, their main weapon. And it, it literally like, that's another reason why it reminded me of a call of Cthulhu scenario where it was just like Thompson's like fighting the monsters. Maybe at one point it was supposed to be set in like the twenties. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking it must've been, but yeah. Uh, Larry Cohen and he, Larry Cohen, like his touch on movies, most of his movies tend to have like a detective, a procedural technical uh, detective angle. And this one definitely has that. So yeah, that's my, my runners ups, the stuff, Cloverfield, Blair Witch 2, Wreck 3 and beyond. Alright, well, for me, um, like I said, so many Stephen King um, movies, um, definitely, I mean, the entire Evil Dead franchise, someone's gotta say it, so it might as well be me, um, it's a live franchise, um, if you haven't, like... Actually haven't seen, I think that's a Larry Cohen movie, too. I don't even know, they're so fucking fun, um... 
I do need to see that. Demonic Toys. That one was just... Oh, man, that was... That was there, there is, in my opinion, a trilogy of movies that exists. Demonic Toys, Dollman, and Dollman vs. Demonic Toys. Um, yeah, yeah, that, that that's a three-pack. You will not fucking get a wet... Get a, oh, man, just so... Um, oh, fuck. What else? Like, so many, so many bad movies that are just so much fun. I mean, honestly, half the fucking Hellraiser franchise should be on that. Um... But I like them, so I think they're great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and as we've said, you are just the epitome of unbiased opinion. <laughs> exactly. On this show. Um, fuck. Um, Starship Troopers 2, because Starship Troopers, not a horror movie. Yeah. Starship Troopers 2 is a horror movie set in the Starship Troopers universe, and it is horrible. But it's still Starship Troopers, so I still kind of want to love it. But it's bad. Yeah. Um, oh, man. Honestly, I could go through my movie collection and just find so many bad horror movies that are fun. Um, yeah, basically anything from, like, the later fucking slasher movies. Like, the, the, the franchises that everyone knows and think they love. Like, the last three quarters are just bad movies. Yeah. Um, they're fun to watch, but they're not. I'm not great. saying they're not fun to watch, yeah. but they're bad movies. Like at a certain point, you and find that's what makes away. them so fun to watch. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. Honestly, in my opinion, the fucking the two uh, Rob Zombie Halloween movies are just such a fucking train wreck. But they're not fun. But I can understand how other people could enjoy it. I didn't enjoy it because they're walking all over John Carr. Yeah, no, that, that's one of the reasons I actually, like, I, I came out of it, like, I enjoyed the movie, but at the same time, I didn't really get why this movie had to be made. If they'd have been called anything else, I probably could have loved them. Yeah. Because um, they're so fucking far removed that I wouldn't have, I'd have been like, oh, I can kind of see some Halloween. Maybe he's inspired by Halloween. But I wouldn't have fucking guessed it was a remake. Yeah. Um, oh, there's... There's some that I know I'm missing and I know I'm going to kick myself for because I didn't honestly want to kill so many trees and by writing all of these down. <laughs> that's why I said, that's why we we have to put them down to five because, I mean, it's not to say that we don't like other movies, like, m- any more or, or Oh, any God, less. my list, like, my list will change. Times. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's just the like, nature of it. There will yeah. be movies that I've already seen that will end up on, yeah. that will end up usurping things Heck, on this my, list. My list changed, like, up until, like, last night when I went and jotted down the list proper. Um, fuck, yes. Um, definitely needs an honorable mention for So Bad It's Good. Um, Monkey Shines. And I gotta go into a bit of description on this. Guy gets paralyzed, gets a helper monkey. Helper monkey falls in love with him, starts going crazy. Starts becoming, like, obsessed in love with him. Yep, yep, yep. Targets the girlfriend. And the thing that makes it so bad it's good, paraplegic sex scene. <laughs> Alright. There is yep, yep. On that note I gotta end because I can't I can't no. top, I can't top that description <laughs> of that movie. <laughs> Alright. So this has been a long journey. <laughs> I still, I'm actually still, like, prior to this, I'm still even, like, amazed at 100 episodes. 
Yeah, congratulations. Yeah, you too. Um, and thank you, listeners. Um, if you've been listening to us from the get-go, or if you just stumbled upon our show, um, this hopefully this these lists, these behemoths of description, and our our genuine love of these movies, and our will kind of give you a hint in the future um, of what why we pick. Why we why some of us like and some of us dislike certain creepypastas. Where are, hopefully this gives you a window into our opinions. Yeah, to tell you where we stand. So like, if you like this stuff from like you, that's why uh, like Doctor Leviathan likes hated this thing in the in the show or liked this thing in the show because you don't always hate things and I don't always like things. No, and honestly, like I've just listed off like a shit ton of movies that I like. Yeah. And I like some of them because they're bad. Exactly. So so when I can't like creepypasta, even though it's bad, it's not my fault. It's the boss's fault. Yes. So if you enjoyed our little conversation or your little delve into our favorite movies, um, or you didn't, or you have your own uh, opinions about what we said... By all means, put them in the comments. Well, and I mean, we'll, we'll if read you've them. got, we'll definitely read them. Um, and yeah. if you've got, you know, suggestions like, oh man, if you liked that horrible movie, especially yeah. horrible movies, because good movies, I'll probably find it on my own personally. Yeah. Um, but bad movies, you know, sometimes you just don't look. Sometimes you don't find bad well, movies. The stuff took me like this year to find, and when I and it's been around forever. Yeah, and um, I was surprised. It's how, Alive is yeah. a horror franchise from like the eighties. Got to be at least the eighties. Oh, and I, I would be remiss if I didn't mention this. This is actually a really good horror movie. Um, Suspiria. Yes, absolutely love that movie. By um, Luch- uh, not by Lucio Fulci, but by one of the Italian horror. Uh, Dino De Laurentiis, I believe. Yeah. Um, yeah. Great music. Great. So so good. Um, when me and the wife were consolidating our movie collections, we both had a copy. And for us to both have a copy of such a random fucking movie, there's gotta be something. Can I actually borrow that? Because I actually have not watched that in full. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you you have to. (laughs) It's good. It's good. It's definitely Um, good. Um, But yeah, uh, yeah, definitely that one. Yeah, I guess that's my my Italian contribution to (laughs) uh, these lists. Um... But yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, anywho. Yeah, and definitely yeah. Send us send us suggestions for movies that you'd like us to. You think you'd we, you'd that we'd like um, bad ones or otherwise. Um, and of course, as always, send us suggestions for creepy pastas. Um, you can put them in the comment section below where this gets posted, whether it be on Kiwi Six, Facebook, YouTube, Tumblr. Um, we're both on Twitter, Doctor Leviathan, and Review Cultist. And you can also send them through email at aldente rigamortis at gmail.com. That's A L D E N T E R I G A M O R T I S at gmail.com. And if you would like to support us, you can donate. Go to crazonstudios.tumblr.com where you can check out each title card for each episode. And on the side, there's a little donate button. So until next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist. I'm still Dr. Leviathan. And this has been Aldente Rigamortis, our 100th episode. Sleep well.
shit. Shit. I can't remember mine. Um, it's because it's actually... Fuck, I was looking at the shelf of horror movies. Well, the shelves of horror movies. <laughs> yeah. And I, I rewrote it because I wasn't exactly happy with the last one I put on. So now I have to fucking find it or find the cover that got me thinking. So this is going to take some time. It's annoying. Right, that's what it was. Okay. Um, yeah. 